good, y'all. It's your girl, Sincere. Back in your ear and back in the basement like Big Tigger. As always, I'm joined by the one and only... It's Dre, a.k.a. Epon, a.k.a. Barely Five Feet, the man, you know, man with a plan. Hey. <laughs> Give me one more. You got one more? I ain't got no more. <laughs> I, I barely had the man with a plan for real. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay, so today we have a very, 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 very special guest. We've been waiting on this is it tell fair or tell far? It is a I just tell, had this conversation. It is a tell far, aka tell, okay. tell feasy. There we go. Make sure I get that uh, pronunciation <laughs> correct. Okay, we need that for the style. <laughs> but we have my girl Taylor, aka Pim Soda. She is a photographer, content creator, just overall innovator, YouTuber. Okay, veganess. That's probably not a word, but we're gonna, we're gonna use it's it. It's a word today. We're gonna use okay. it today. She wears mini hats and or turbans or head wraps, I shall say. Okay, she's sitting in front of us right now, and I'm so happy to have you. How are you, girl? Hey, girl. I am good. I'm smiling from ear to ear. My face hurts a little it's bit. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing swell. Thank you for having me in the I'm, basement, in the dungeon. Yeah, we, in, we out here like Big Ticket in them. Okay. <laughs> we got to get a booth down here. We got to start like getting rap battles or something going oh on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know how much niggas will go up for that? Oh no, my really god! In the basement, for- bruh, Listen. literally. Okay. We had a mind to do we that. We got some orange. Yeah. 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 orange. We might have to do a summer. Se- Let me not say too much. Somebody right. try to steal my idea. Hey, yo, copyright that shit, girl. Find a lawyer. Yeah, we gonna hold off for that. But um, typically at the beginning of the show, we kind of just do like a check in, see where everybody is mentally. You know, this is a very transparent, you know, space. We want to make sure everybody's okay. Dre, how you doing? How was your day? I'm great. Um, you know, stressing a little bit. Class, class is coming to an end, so I'm happy about that. But I tell you, when classes this, the when I submit this paper, oh baby, <laughs> I don't know where I ain't drink light liquor in a long time because that's where we fit and go. Because this semester kicked my ass. I had one that. class, literally. It ain't tequila. Damn. It ain't tequila. I ain't drinking with you. Okay. Oh, we still got the bottle from from Cinco. So there we go. You right. You right. There we go. Okay. That's yeah. You right on that. Tay, how are you? How are you doing, babe? Oh man, it's been a busy week, but honestly, it's been a great week. I slept late as hell today, Ooh. but I still went to the gym. Boom. Okay. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I still went to the gym and right, I got you a go to the gym today. today. I didn't go to the gym today. I went yesterday though. <laughs> okay, it's okay because I you got it three in. days instead of five days this week. Okay, okay. See, you still got steps. it done though. You got it done though. Yeah, I I almost make it yesterday. I said, yeah, damn, well, so y'all both doing better than me because all I did was walk to work. I mean, you still got some legs moving, though. Some people walk to work. Some people drive to work. I did a little, I did a little walk. Okay. Yeah. How are you, Sincere? How are you, sis? I'm all right, I suppose. I mean, you know, life's been a little heavy, you know, mentally, emotionally, um, as of, as of lately. But at the same time, it feels like, not really, not necessarily like an awakening, but it feels like change is coming, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. things going on that requires me to adapt oh, yeah. and I feel like in adapting will there will be a lot of growth to come out of this out of this period so I'm I'm, I'm looking at all you know mm-hmm. all of the positives and everything and just kind of making sure I'm always like to stand in the moment and cherishing the people in the spaces yeah. that I'm in because everything and everybody are not going to last people are not going to be here forever you know what I'm saying like you can't keep them the monetary and the material things cannot go with us at the end of the day, so spend the time, spend the money. You gonna make it back, like yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It'll it'll come back, like you know. You take that trip, 
Okay, let's see. You know what I'm saying? Buy that, buy that car. Get, eat that burger, sis, if that's what you want to do. I ain't, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Make sure it's not from McDonald's. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, spend a little dollar or three, okay? Right. Okay, okay. Shake shack okay you know, Please, just, treat yourself. Don't so, let, don't so cheat it's crazy yourself. that, you know, I've talked, I feel like I haven't talked to you this much this week, but do you feel like, with you saying that, you know, you feel heavy, do you think that's an empath thing? Because I've been feeling that as well. Like, I can honestly maybe, like, at least three it days is, out of those It is. It's heavily related to me. I, same. Um, being an empath, because, you know, I just, earlier today, I just came from a week. One of my friends, close friends, her mom passed away. And I, I, like, my parents get on my last nerve, but I cannot, like, fathom the idea yeah. of them not, um, from them not being there at all. I think since I found out, it's been... That whole idea of like, wow, this shit really not forever. Yeah. Combined yeah. with, you really don't ever know what other people are going through. Mm-hmm. And then that, and then on top of everything else that's going on in the world, it's just like, yeah, in so the world yeah. and everything. Like, I'm not going to hold you. I just finished, you know, I told you this, but I just finished watching um, Netflix series called The 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give y'all the whole synopsis and just oh, in yes, case y'all want to yes, watch yes, it, yes. but the show is essentially about the end of the world. Oh, um, now, majority of the people from, from Earth, they've been living in space for however long. But they're running out of air. So they send 100 people down to the ground to see if it's, like, inhabitable mm. again. So they deal, you know, trials and tribulations. Other people who actually have been living there during this time and, like, that whole thing. And battling back and forth. At the end of the series, it kind of concludes with them basically meeting with God and or who the higher power is. And this meeting is essentially a test to decide whether or not humans are worthy of transcending or we're just going to be extinct. Damn. And the guy who basically he knew about like that it was going to be a test, a war, quote unquote. And he wanted to be, he wouldn't be the one to represent people. Mm. Now granted he wasn't that great of a damn person. (laughs) And the first thing the the person like so whoever the God like person they presented themselves as whomever you loved the the most or whoever you had the most I guess turmoil with. Mm. Which was his daughter being both those people. So she appeared as his daughter. The first thing she asked him was if humans are probably one of the only species capable of love, but you have taught your people to live without that in order to get to this moment. So why should I allow you to transcend into the next like life, so to speak? Mm. And I just thought that was so interesting because he was upset with the other main character for loving so selfishly and basically trying to, you know, do for her people. And it was kind of like, a it was a battle between like, like, basically, love for your people and love, love for all. Mm. Like, if we're really supposed to be community and we're constantly fighting each other, what are we fighting for if exactly. no one's left? Exactly. <laughs> like, if nobody's left, who did we do all this for? Like, there's nobody left to save. Mm. Like, And I was just like, damn, that resonates so much with real life. Because people do really fight selfishly. Because you're like, my people, my this, my that, my cousin, my aunt. It's the ownership. It's the yeah. ownership. And it's yeah. like, we if we acted as if we really were all one, all one community, yep. it wouldn't be that much turmoil. It wouldn't be so much battle like against each other. We don't have to be, like, we don't have to butt heads all the time. Like, we really could live in like some sort of utopia if we allowed ourselves yeah. to do so like we're really in our own way and i'm high key tired of it like on the on the highest of keys, keys. <laughs> like, on the highest of piano keys i need things to like 
change. But I mean, you know, I guess we just all got to do our part in. Yeah. Move, move, move with great intentions. Positive yes. intentions. As long as you're moving with your great intentions, that's all you can do. Consistently putting that good karmatic energy into the universe because huh, you won't be having all this bad karma. I think it's okay, not going to come back to you. you know, it's tr- it's <laughs> trickling down to the kids. You wonder why the kid got one Hey, thing. now, I literally had a guy tell me that <laughs> I was talking about all the guys that guys going bald, like, super early. Yes. And he was like, yeah, that's the karma for their fathers being terrible. <laughs> wow. And I was like, I never looked at it like that. Oh my he was god! Like, yeah, that's because their 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 fathers were terrible people. So now they're losing their hair at twenty five. Wow. Well, I'm happy to say my man has a full head of hair. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shout out to the locks. Shout out to the locks. Speaking of locks, how how's the lock journey been for you? You know what's so funny? So. It's first off, it's wonderful. But I was just talking to one of my friends who's just started her locks. I think it'll be a year for her in like four years. I don't know if you remember my friend Shauna. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. she's got her locks. She's just like, I'm just ready for them to lock up because I'm ready to have my messy, my messy bun. And when I was hearing her say that, I was thinking, you know what? When I was in my beginning stages, people with longer locks told me that I'm going to miss those stages. I need to cherish them and appreciate mm-hmm. them. And when I heard her say that, I was thinking back to yeah. how I was also the same way. Yeah. And thinking like, you know what? I should have appreciated that stage a little mm-hmm. more. Because it it's such a transformative stage. And yeah. it's really <laughs> allowed me to kind of get a look at myself. And really figure out what I classified as how I am. As far as my standards of beauty. Mm-hmm. And how I feel my self-worth. Because... I feel like vulnerability, I've become a lot more vulnerable now that I have locks and just more present. Like, y'all know I don't I don't wear makeup. Right. So just kind of Did being in this state. Oh, oh, don't do that. Yeah, that okay. <laughs> Thank you. It's the water and the vegetables. Okay, see? <laughs> but just um being in this state, like I wake up in the morning and I notice my routine is significantly decreased because I don't have my fro anymore. I'm yeah. not unbraiding my stuff and manipulating my hair like crazy. I'm just waking up being this person and and just showing myself to the world and it's just really interesting because i didn't realize how i felt as though in order for me to be beautiful i have to do all these extra steps Mm -hmm. instead of just letting myself be yeah like even now i barely retwist my hair and i love it this way i just i feel this energetic being just kind of coming into fruition every single day yeah. the longer my hair coming, gets it's more symbolic than just yourself. a style yes, yes, you know yes, what i mean yes, it's yes. been almost four years and i am well it may not be down to my ankles but i may you know <laughs> right. you know i'm gonna keep them yes. nice and long progress, and i'm just they're gonna be here yeah time. so i give thanks because i mean if anything i wish i started earlier i love it here i love it here yes <laughs> so the crazy thing is you said you feel like this like energy like yeah it's so weird because um i think i've said this before i remember like one day I had some really, really, really bad news. And, like, I broke down. I was, mm-hmm. like, in turmoil. And I just literally just spoke out when it was, like, I need answers. I need calm. I need something. I swear to God, y'all. Like, 20 minutes later, I'm chilling. And I was chilling. My mom walked past me. She looked at me like, you okay? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm oddly fine. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. I was high as hell. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's just, like, that peace. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's just something about the solace. it. I feel, like, more connected in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, as far as like not getting your hair done, like my barber was down for like two months. I ain't get my hair like I think I like maybe retwisted my hair once. That's because mm-hmm. I had like an interview or something. Shout out, shout out to Shawnee's place. That was because, me. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I came in with the retwist. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I got it done twice because I think like one was like we had an event and then I had a job interview too. But other than that, I was just in it chilling like two 
just not just as you were yeah. yeah and then I, I actually got to see like what my actual curl pattern is because yes. before I, locked, I was i was sponging it up like yes yeah, sponging manipulating it manipulating like, it consistently now i'm like my hair pattern is already this like, yes this is what it is this is what already. it is and this is fine exactly because yeah. i feel like with the natural hair community Ooh. All right. Go ahead and go ahead. No, 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 because I saw no, I was gonna right. bring it up because I saw your post. I saw your post like a maybe like a maybe like a week or two ago. Uh-huh. I remember and you were talking about how like feeling the need to like constantly yes. twist. Because yeah, so it's like it, the natural hair community, I'm sorry, it's a big ass contradiction. Because it's like, yeah, we wanna embrace ourselves, but you can only embrace yourself this way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I had my fro, you know I have type four hair, so I had a lot of shrinkage and all I was seeing was people with huge fro. So I'm yeah. assuming, okay, in order for me to be my beautiful natural self i also have to have a huge fro mm-hmm. oh it's raining let me wrap my hair up because i don't want the shrinkage yeah. oh um humidity uh nope we can't do that because my hair gonna shrink down so it's just like i almost felt like it was a perm version too oh that's how i felt like yeah that's good that's how i felt <laughs> with my fro and so when the beginning stages of my locks started and i saw how much because locks are really nothing but shrinkage really yeah. so when i saw my hair shrink up so much i was just like oh my god like this is the, the ugly stage quote unquote that they're talking about yeah. and then when i really i remember i started working at urban when i started my locks but i never showed anybody my hair i always wore hair wraps somebody was like what does your hair look like we've never seen it and i was like <laughs> Um, well, I'm locking my hair, so I don't really want to show it. They're like, no, 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 I'll tell you what. If you, They said, if you come to work without a hair wrap, I'll buy you lunch. And I was like, say less. <laughs> say, less. <laughs> say less. That's all you had to say. So okay. I, I, I literally, food. this is my first day. I think I'm three months into my lock journey. First day ever wearing my hair out. Mm-hmm. And I got so many compliments. People were like, oh my God, like I love your hair, blah, blah, blah. And I really looked at myself and I had to ask, why do I feel like I am not presentable? And when you actually ask yourself those questions and dissect what society tells us what quote unquote presentable mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. for black people with natural hair, you realize all of it's bullshit. Yeah. It's really bullshit. <laughs> like it's, it's like, yo, if I like my hair being this way, if this is my hair in its natural state, why why am I trying to change it? It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You feel at the end of the day, I'm blaming white people. Okay? It's all white people's fault. I'm sorry. It's all I'm sorry, fault. it is. Now I ain't gonna hold y'all. All my niggas, y'all that's listening to this, at some point. You know what I'm saying? We can they they can be the blame for how it started, mm-hmm. okay? But we are the blame for but how it's continuing. Because continue. exactly. like how you just said, it it's there's no reason that everyone's like, yeah, go natural. Now partially, a lot of people are going natural because it's a trend, mm-hmm. okay? And now don't get me wrong, if you end up falling in love with it while you're on said trend, yeah, right. But they do it for the trend, and then they fall privy to the, all those standards. Like it gotta mm-hmm. be like this. You gotta have this curl type mm-hmm. that has to look like this. These are the beauty standards. You only see the girls with the loose curls the on loose the commercials, yep. you know, and things like that. And then you have the the YouTubers who they're doing the hair tutorials, but there's no one who's necessarily doing type 4C, nope. you know, yeah. type hair. So then you feel like, oh, dang, I can't get those hairstyles. My hair can't look like that. And then you start to, like, internalize that. And it's, it's really all internal. All this stuff is embedded in us. Yeah. And then we don't do anything but make it worse when we deflect it onto other people. And that's that's how what you were just saying. That's my issue with like the natural hair community. Because mm-hmm. you think your hair is nice but mine isn't because, exactly. because I that's didn't, what society told I didn't you. do a twist out. Like I just woke up this morning and came outside yeah. with, with the fro that came out my head. I mean, but then see, that's like, also... But this is how this came out like my head. How, how can it be wrong? This is how it came out. Yeah. But see, I feel like the thing is... But I feel like it's more acceptable for women than it is for like, men, what do you mean? You guys have, Wait, you know, why did you say? I feel say? like it's more acceptable for... I feel like men get so much slack. It's like, not slack. Like, so much shit. 
Yes, I'm looking at you. I know, because I so I'm much, talking a little shit. She, I feel like men get so much shit. Like, if a man has braids, like, why can't he have braids? If that's just the style Honestly, he told, no, you can have braids. I'm not mad at that, but you just can't be my nigga because I don't want nobody who had longer than mine, and that's just that's just me. That's but me being like childish. Like, you know, I know I'm You don't like men with locks, like long locks? No, you can have locks, but, but I, like, you're loose cur- hair. I'm going to be mad if your twist out come out better than mine. In the morning, I will break up with you. Now I'm upset. Wow. Like, because men, I swear, I'm not. I'm just saying, men be having it easier, low key. Like, they go, they go, they start on their little natural journey, and the twist out be clean. Clean. Be popping, okay, popping. Popping, eyelashes like, long, eyebrows the same moisture full. on day. Like, how is this coming so easy to you? Listen, I can't help that these eyebrows. And that's my point. That's why I don't like it. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm jealous. That's all. <laughs> I, can, I can admit that. That's my fault and my wrong. And I'm okay with saying that. One positive I will say about the natural hair community that I have really enjoyed seeing is that we have more versatility with the hairstyles that men have been able to, you know, embrace yeah. as well. Because you remember at one point, it was really just shape-ups or locks. Like, that was really it yeah. for men. But you see the shape-ups, you see people having froze, you see people having twists and braids and things like that. I mean, you see men having weaves nowadays. Hey, now. Listen, and you I know what? The, I, I'm I here for the man weave. Sense. If that makes they you feel comfortable, on, have the lace front. Hold on, frontals. What, what lace? Okay. I don't know <laughs> how I feel about the frontal beards. No, okay, no, the know, beard, is that's, that's, that's crossing the line. I'm sorry. That's crossing the line. Gonna, no, that's crazy. crazy. We are going too far yeah. with the beard. Like you ever heard, like guys will be like, "Oh yeah, like if she like she wear too much makeup and like stuff like that, I'm gonna take her swimming on the first." Oh day. my god! Did Nigga, you see I'm gonna take you swimming. <laughs> I'm gonna take you swimming and see if your toupee is gonna be floating in the opposite direction. Oh, see, now, Why is if your beard in the water? There, oh baby, not me, because this this got to be glued. It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's to, going be to be glued. Because <laughs> <laughs> this hair got to be glued down. It actually got to be glued. Yeah, I feel like I don't know, but but me being like one of those people that like I've. I feel like I've had a little bit of everything. The only thing I've never done was go bald. Like I've never yeah, like, I've never had shit. that. I've had like I have like extensions. I've had a mohawk. I've had a fade. I had regular. So it's just like you know, it's it's cool. Yeah, I've had a lot of hairstyles. The only thing, and this is going to probably shock you, but the only thing I haven't had is tracks or a wig or weave. I've never you had haven't. that before. I've known you for a, no. for a time. I've never seen. I've you never had one. With, I just with a weave. I just the reason why so. It was mainly because I felt like, well, if I want long hair, I'd rather, I'd feel better if I grew it myself. Mm-hmm. And even with my locks now, I refuse to get lock extensions. Now, before I would get lock extensions because that was a style at the time yeah. that wasn't achievable because I didn't think I was going to lock my hair. Yeah. But now that I have my locks, I'm just like, I'd rather wait until they're actually that long. You know yeah. what I mean? That's just my thing. But hell, the the, the freaking, wait, no, ladies be slaying it, okay? Because oh, the yeah, wigs I- be looking bomb, okay? I am not anti-wig, anti-lace, none of that. No, they be looking good. Right. I just, they're not for me personally. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that that's means. how I feel. I feel you on the lock extensions though. Like I, I actually had like lock extensions, so I started with crochet first for like a month or so, like a few months, and I was like, okay, I like it. Then I ended up like actually getting yeah, lock you like a trial run mm-hmm. with the look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I actually yes, that's what I did. That's I what I did. And then you just kept like for some odd reason. I think like. They just kept coming out like they was like falling unraveling. Then no, they just like slipping out because oh. like my hair was crocheted. Into oh, you it. did it crochet? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it just was like. Mm, okay it's just like it was a way back and forth and then now i'm at this point where like when i first started i was like i don't want like i'm six months i was like i don't i don't want to do this short stage. yeah and now i'm like 
Whatever. Whatever. It's, it's, it's whatever. Because yeah. I'm already irritated that it's touching my ears. So just imagine. Oh my God, bro. Wait till you literally right. now. Hold on. <laughs> let me just take this wrap up so you see how long my hair is. Because <laughs> okay. now let's it's let's to the point the where rain. every okay. time I let's, eat. Let's see the crown. Yes. <laughs> every time I eat, I have to put a scrunchie in my hair because my really? hair is just, it's always in my face. I can't eat without my hair oh, being yes. up. Like, it'd be wild. It'd be wild. But it's my hair. Yes. I need to do an apple cider vinegar wash, but I'm about to go to the beach, so I'm going to do it after. But yeah, it's oh, my yes, hair. Almost four years in. Come on. Yes, Almost come four on. years in. It's up here. Okay. It is. It's, it's up, up here. It's stuck. <laughs> okay, it's, okay, it's definitely stuck. Once you in there. Okay, it is. It is in yes. there. Okay, so you said, you just mentioned that you were going swimming. Before we started, you told me uh, that you were going to Puerto Rico. Yeah, I'm going to Puerto Next Rico. Whoop, whoop. Okay, can I just have to mention, I was on your page, I was like, What? Well, I just kept saying when we were on the phone. Yeah, I was like, yo, she's so him, well traveled. Oh, thank you. So well thank you. It's one of my passions. I've been traveling since I was like young because my mom's a travel agent. So okay. when I turned six, that was my first time on a plane, and she took me to the Bahamas because my um, grandparents had a um, they had a timeshare like in Atlantis. So that like started everything. And then when I was in college, I studied abroad my last semester. So I lived in Mexico for like six months, and that changed my whole life. So I was just like, really? we need oh, to be wow. traveling. And ironically, when I graduate, my boyfriend gets a job at an airline. So I fly free now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So everything so- just fell into place, and I was literally just somewhere last month, and I'm going somewhere this month. I'm okay. Going yeah, somewhere next month. Act, so now that so you have like all everything is aligning. Yeah. So out of all the places you've been so far, like what's your one place that was like, wow, I'm really here. Um. Damn. Oh my gosh, that's hard. I would say it's a tie between Aruba mm-hmm. and Tulum. Tulum was beautiful, bro. Like, Tulum is, like, if you can't afford to go to Bali, just go to Tulum. Like, it's really? beautiful. I'm still going to Bali, don't worry. But, <laughs> it's, still but it's still on the list. Okay. They got it. Yeah, because I was supposed there. to go last year for my birthday, but then COVID happened. COVID. So they've been closed ever since. But no, both of those places, and it wasn't just the beauty of the beach and the touristy things. It was the energy. It mm-hmm. was the people, the food, the affordability as well. Well, Aruba was expensive. Tulum was affordable. <laughs> Aruba was expensive, but Tulum was very affordable. But it was just the energy of the people, the freedom. I like traveling to places that are not super busy and super yeah. populated which is why i prefer tulum over cancun because it's not as touristy mm-hmm. and it's a okay. little bit somewhat off the grid like me and reggie literally like that's my boyfriend by the way me and reggie literally like rented a vespa for 75 dollars the whole time we was there just 75 dollars, and we just rode around everywhere riding the cenotes riding to the beach and just like riding on just barely any I helmets just kind of right you know it was so I fun caught, I caught yeah. rain, I think. yo we literally rode the vespa <laughs> in the rain i was soaked and i was upset but we got home and it was really scary it was nighttime too it was nighttime and everything and we were just looking at the weather like the weather's not about to clear up like we gotta leave so and i stepped in the pedal before i puddled before i even got on the bike so my foot my socks was wet you know oh my gosh like it was it was crazy but now it's just like a funny memory but at the yeah. time it was not fun but it was just like fuck everything we're just doing what we want it's just this freedom and that's that's what traveling is supposed to be yeah that's what i feel like when you go places i'm i'm person when i go to places i don't want to go to tourist things Take, mm-hmm. i don't like that right. i don't like that like, <laughs> no, no. But i like to go and be with the locals i want to yeah. be I that's be how i feel everywhere. too and people are like you don't be scared no no i'm from baltimore bitch. That's <laughs> that is 
that's the best. Even when like now, like I got a couple friends down in Miami now. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, connections. But yeah, like my homegirl was like, because I would always do well if I didn't. If I got to Miami like by myself, like at a different time than my friends would, I would take. I would do Uber pool to to fucking. I'm not. It's forty dollars. It's forty dollars from from the airport to South Beach, bitch. I don't want to pay that. that <laughs> Like no, and but I would meet like super cool people in my Uber pool. Like the last time I yep. went, when I went down for my birthday, the guy that was there, he actually he lives in Atlanta now, mm-hmm. but he was from Miami. He was coming home to visit, and I hung out. Like I ended up hanging out with him. Yeah, like, he was actually it was also his birthday. He was there. Like he came yep. home for his birthday. My man said the Henny Black in the car. We in the back of this white lady. <laughs> in the back of this white lady. <laughs> Yo, that's lit, mo. I love taking shots. That's how it's supposed to be when you go places. You meet people. Like even when I, when I go to New Orleans, like I've been two years back. To I literally just went last month. I love New Orleans. I, I love went New right Orleans. before COVID hit. Like oh, we got yeah. right like they when COVID hit, they were already like shut down. Really. Mm-hmm. Like they shut down our last night. It was like okay, whatever. And then we went also went last year. So when I go to to I had the bartender dude up. I know like hey we we fitting to come down. Okay. I love that place now. When it's so energy, beautiful. That, oh my goodness, the energy, unmatched. the food, the yes. just the hospitality, the, the history. The people, like if you go and it's your birthday, like they'll stay for a dollar on you. The next thing you know, like people are just walking up to you, uh-huh. like buying you shots, giving yes. you money. I was like, wow. Oh, I like this. Okay. <laughs> treat me, please. Treat me. Okay. Now we literally just went, and it's so funny because they're starting to open back up now. But mm-hmm. it was crazy because when we went to Bourbon Street, thank God we started just start, um, you know, striking conversation with the doorman that was at the bar. He said, "You make sure y'all drink up as much as you can because everything shuts down at eleven. Oh, I yeah. was like, "Eleven? Mm-hmm. Like, we just got day? here, so yeah. we literally partied our asses off for forty minutes. <laughs> forty <laughs> okay, minutes. That damn. Okay, we sure did. Because when 40. that forty minutes was up." Everything was closed, and I mean, but it kind of just turned into a party in the street because everybody was still out. So yeah. it was still really fun. Yeah. Like People we were walking the way to have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Because what I'm not finna do is go back to the hotel. <laughs> okay. It's not. I'm about to be out here living okay. my natural black life because oh it's great. So you, so you were in New Orleans yes. right before pre-COVID. You were at Fashion Week. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, you've been to Fashion Week how many times now? Uh... Ooh, the girl can't even... <laughs> right? I'm just like, yo, when I tell you, like, I really, like, I saved my fan. I, I saved my fan. Um... Girl, was one, two, real quick. Because I was really on your kid. I was like, yo. Oh, that makes me so happy. She's, I'm like, yo, what? Fashion Week? Yeah. I, was, I just was no. scrolling. Like. I have been to Fashion Week, I would, I think it's seven times in New York. I was supposed to go to Paris last year, but COVID. Yeah. And then um, I was supposed to go to Milan this year, COVID. So, yeah, seven times. Um, you breathe. <laughs> I, seven times for New York, but I've also been to Miami Swim Week. Yeah, and I've also it. been to DC Fashion Week, which actually was the catalyst for me getting the plug to go to New York Fashion really? Week. Yeah, so I went to um, I almost didn't go, which was so crazy because the um DC Fashion Week had like a little like networking event, mm-hmm. but it was on my mom's birthday. So I was like, well, I don't want to be rude. So I just asked my mom, you know, you want to do anything for your birthday? My mom was like, I got a date, and I was like, oh, Ooh. okay, okay, well, bye. Right. Like I'm about to just leave, okay. whatever. Yes, I'm free. So I go to the networking event, and I'm talking to people. And I ended up meeting um, one of my best friends now. Um, his name is Brian. Shout out to Brian. And he's a stylist. So um, it's so crazy because we vibed instantly. And we literally worked together the next day. Like, I met another girl who needed a photo shoot. So we worked with her. And um, we shot her. Boom, that was good. And all of a sudden, me and Brian just kept consistently working together. I was the first photographer he ever, like, worked with as far as, like, styling. Mm-hmm. And then um, we also ended up hosting a fashion show together a few years ago. 
And um, I remember I was working at Urban, and he said, hey, um, can you send me your website and stuff? I have a a media agent who's trying to get us into fashion week. And I was like, <laughs> like okay. Okay. I was like, okay, right. like, let's not, do you need anything else? Do you need my social security right. number? Like, what you need? <laughs> what you need? So um, it was kind of cool because I started off at the smaller shows. And then just from going to shows and meeting different people, you just start making more and more connections, which makes it easier to get into the bigger shows. So when I first, first started sending, like, copying and pasting the same email. Hi, my name is Taylor. I'm a star from Washington, D.C. I work with this person, that person. To now, every season, I get invited to shows. Every season. That okay, that's so the combo. Every great. season. I don't have to write them little paragraphs no yeah. more because that shit was annoying, bro. You got to update it every season because it's like, okay, yeah. I got some more things. But um, yeah, and then it's so funny because I always thought that, okay, I'm going to go to Fashion Week and shoot all the shows, blah, blah, blah. Yo, literally, shooting runway is the worst shit in the fucking really? world. I hate it. It is so, like, the area where they have the photographers is called the pit. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like... 50 people, like, all crammed up, all like, trying time. to get the best shot. You in New York, so niggas is rude. Get the yeah. fuck out of my way. You're fucking 70 millimeters in my shot. <laughs> and it's like, you need to eat some lunch or something. Like, you got to calm <laughs> oh, down, okay? So it's just really irritating. And then I remember one of the people I met had invited me to a show just to watch. And I noticed that from being a guest versus actually shooting the shows... It worked better in my favor actually just being in the audience because I was able to network with more people. Since I have such a distinct way of dressing, it caught more people's attention and they will just like, you know, start talking to me, asking me where I got this and so and so, follow my personality. And the gag is most of the people, if not all the people I met, had no idea I was a photographer until I pulled out my camera because the gag is my photo bag looks like a trendy ass bag. So when they see me pull out this camera, they're like, you're a photographer? Oh my god, I thought you were I think I've gotten stylists, I've gotten designers. Somebody else thought I was a for some reason they thought I was a makeup artist. I have no idea why. Listen, I don't the wear style, makeup. Listen, it was weird. The style is styling. <laughs> Thank it's you. So like, yeah, that's kind of how it just started. And I still have my fashion week friends. We sad because we ain't been going fashion week, but we still <laughs> here. Least, you know what I mean? You guys have a support group. Yeah. So that's kind of how it just started. And it's just it's just fun. Every single season I come back with more and more connections and my career is consistently, consistently more elevated. Like it's pretty lit. Mm. But yeah, it's all from that one chance encounter, meeting Brian. And also exclusive, because I ain't tell nobody else yet. But I actually, uh, yesterday, I was just alerted that I got my first magazine publishing. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh my so. God. <laughs> Thank so you. Fun. Thank you. Oh and it was with gosh. Brian. He was the one who styled the shoe. Shout told out me, to Brian. Yo, Brian, like. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, when I tell you. Brian is probably the catalyst of my career and I never I would never not thank him for that yeah. and I always just make sure I'm just consistently spreading that good energy to him as well because yeah. he's just a really sweet person and he was the catalyst of all these really great things that have been able to happen to me that is, that that's, is a, that's a testament to just how being your true authentic self yeah. can we'll get, get you, you a places, lot further man. than thinking you have to kiss ass you don't have to kiss be, ass be you know who people want you to be like yeah. you can really be yourself and get wherever you're trying to go and see, but I hate see that's the one thing I, it, people don't understand if people don't understand how your connections to people can get you places and mm. also unlock things within you within like, yourself I yeah. feel like especially with this like I I feel like I have like kind of social anxiety I get nervous if I don't know who's coming yeah. around and to this one here like she like no you gotta do it like she, right. she yeah. pulls that out of yeah. me or like if I don't wanna go somewhere and if she just knows that like I'm in my head she's like come on we're going yeah. so I just feel like people don't understand like connections are you have to make your connections with people Absolutely. to pull out the best in you sometimes you know you can do it but it, sometimes it takes other people to just help you see that Yeah. cause sometimes we, we don't see the things that we can do 
Yeah. It's funny that you say that because years ago I actually did have social anxiety and I was a very shy person and people think that's so crazy because I'm so talkative. But I just, I got tired of just, and I don't know, I got tired of just not living to my fullest potential. So I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to be myself. Who don't like it, it's okay. I wasn't meant for them. And whoever I do like it, they're going to gravitate towards me and be a part of this journey. So once I let go of that fear of what other people think, because at the end of the day, opinions can't physically hold you back from doing anything. It's you that's holding you back. And I had to understand that because it got to a point where I was really afraid of people because I was bullied for so long when I was in like elementary and middle school. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I got to high school, that's when I got really into photography. I started getting into Tumblr. So I started wearing like all the hype beast clothes and shit. Mm -hmm. I kind of got into skate culture and like listening to Wiz and Currency and shit. And then I just started like gravitating towards people who vibe with me. And that also helped kind of form my aesthetic for photography because I had never seen photography like I did on Tumblr. It was just such a different, you know, point of view. So once I just let go of that fear, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes I still get a little nervous. I still, I definitely do still get nervous being in new spaces, but Mm -hmm. I just kind of take that deep breath and I think about that exact moment from years ago. And I just, I go in, but I'm not going to lie, I do get tired of people too. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. That's a universal feeling. I'm ready to go home. I feel like between me, like between us, like we we don't say it, yeah. but we know what we need time. No, yeah, like we know, yeah. Like, you don't want to get. I come down, even if I come down, we just chilling and like we just like doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'll just like, all right, I'm gonna see you later. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, all, all right. right. No, it be like that, bro. It be like that. Like I just want to put on my Adventure Time onesie and just turn on my cartoons and eat my fruit. Is that the That's all wait? I do. Why do I feel like you have a real? With what? the onesie on, I, I had a video. What, I did have not, a video from the onesie. I don't know if it it's was like this is how anymore. I got my man or something like that. I feel like oh I yeah, like, it is a real. I forgot I made that. that yeah. Like, no, honestly, when I be posting stuff, I be forgetting. Forget it. Because it just be so spur of the moment. Yeah, because I um, I just I'm goofy. You know what I mean? I'm goofy. Things just be coming to like my mind, and I'm just not one of those people that well. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I am one of those people that really do care about the way things look on my Instagram, but not to the yeah. point where I don't want to just post what the fuck I want. Because right. you, be you be seeing, I be kirking on social media, no. talking about <laughs> talking about fucking like white people and the government <laughs> and the health system. But I also just be, you know, singing along and I be watching cartoons. Right. Like I just be myself. And that's the thing. I feel like my personality has got me more clients than my work. Because at the end of the day, nobody just wants to, okay... Okay, you know, just Listen, shooting and just being dry. Because I don't even want you that know, in, that's in a friend. Okay, if I yeah. hand you my phone and ask you to take my picture yeah. and you stand, yeah, I need you, I need you to, and you uh, stand straight up yeah. and you just click, click, click. I need a, it's I just dry. I don't want that from you. Yeah. something. So yeah. Even when I get my photograph taken, I don't want photographers like that. I want somebody I can actually engage with. And yeah. I just feel like that's like one of the reasons why big clients and small clients always come back to me because yeah. they know it's not going to be a dry experience. And if I'm real close to you, I'll make you a cup of tea. Okay. Because I love listen. tea. Okay. But see, the thing, that's, <laughs> that's the thing there. Like, I've I've reached out to, like, different photographers. I'm more so into sports photography, mm-hmm. action, dancing, or whatever. And, do you know, so many people, like, I still have not been able to, like, work under anybody and follow them. And they're just like, why are y'all like this? Why are y'all so fucking stuck up? Like, there are enough, like, yeah. still, there are a lot of photographers out here that are stuck up and just don't want to teach. But didn't somebody teach you? So you don't want to teach me? Like, damn. Yeah. It's, like, it's that's like, you have to, like, give back. Exactly. Like, it's, enough out, back. it's enough yeah. out here for everybody. How like, that crab in a barrel mindset will literally hold you to fuck back. Like, exactly. nah. Like, even if for some odd reason somebody hits me up and I'm not available, I have a list of photographers, a list See? of black 
photographers that I send them to because I still want to make sure I can give back as much as I can. Like, exactly. I'm but not a selfish ass person. Like, it's enough success out for all of us. Exactly. Like, so, period. Exactly. Your lane is going to be your lane regardless. Okay. Of exactly. Exactly. Regardless of whoever is on the road. Over, okay. Baby, I'm, what's going to be? I got to write that down. Right? That's yeah, a good right. metaphor. Your lane is your lane. Girl, put it on a shirt. But I don't think I've ever said on the show. So, my very first project. It was the guy I was dating. He was like, hey, my daughter's coming up. Like, I know you're into photography. And he was like, I know you're scared. I was like, I just, he was like, can you take some pictures? Like, this, the day was horrible. Like, by the time he got to me, lighting, the natural light in his house was gone and everything. Oh, God. I took the pictures. I said, like, did a little bit to him and I sent them to someone who I thought was a friend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to send you my drop link. Can you just, like, give me some feedback? I don't, like, I told him what happened. Do y'all know, literally, like, maybe five minutes later, I'm scrolling Facebook and he's subbing me. He is subbing me like everybody want to be a photographer just for you pick up a camera. Da, da, da. So I screenshot said, "Oh, so this is how you feel?" Like I, I thought we were friends. I thought you could just. Yeah, I thought you had my number. Hello. Exactly. Why like, you on Facebook? I thought we were friends. Like what the fuck? So ever since that day, like even still to this day, like he posts good stuff. Like I like it because I'm not no hater ass bitch. Right. You feel me? But I just know like okay, cool, bro. Like that was trash. Yeah. yeah. It, like Brandon, I told behavior. you feel me? Like I told you this was my first project. You and I came to you and I came friend. to you in a vulnerable state. Yeah. Exactly. And so then that, you want to just go ahead and diss me like who the fuck yeah honestly that's one of the reasons why i don't take pictures as much as i would like like i feel like the last time i really took pictures was your birthday and that was almost two years ago a year ago that was a year ago you're right that's why i always been telling you to bring your camera where we go that's insane yeah i mean i feel like but that's also because i i've also had to realize like what my style was i don't Mm -hmm. like a model like i want to catch you in the moment like even when i took pictures for her party it was everybody like i love off guards when i used to shoot events i don't like people posing like i would hate like when i would creep up to somebody and they just (laughs) oh they're not no, I'm like, no, now, like, now, don't now look don't at me. Do just like, let, I, I, put on my invisible cloak, please, so y'all could just like not see me, and I could just get the moment. Like, it's yeah. really nice because you see genuine like happiness yeah. in the photos that way. But no, that's I don't like people like that because yeah. the thing is, at one point you were a beginner. You know what exactly. I mean? So you don't. That's not how you treat people at all. And it's crazy because even in the state I'm at, I wouldn't even call myself an expert. I still be asking for help from um, a few photographers that I know that have you know more experience in the industry, yeah. and I still try to like help people. And if you if you want some help after this, we can. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not that kind of person, I'm bro. Down. My I'm, um, I'm we can you can come to my house. I have a photo studio in my house. We can. I'm down. I'm well, you down said you like sports all. photography. You can bring a I'm basketball. Down, I'm down to learn. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, no, I'm more so like Right. Yeah. Like, I'm about to say, we right by the park. I could run around for y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm really I should have kept my little gym clothes on. I could have done this. Jumping jacks and stuff. What the fuck you talk about? Good. I got this show. Put that shutter speed on 1000. Catch me in midair. Okay. Okay, listen. We couldn't have. The camera is always here. Um, so you've been doing, I think, like a raw diet this week? Yeah, this month. This month. month. Are, yes. Okay. How, how's that going? Yo, it's so lit. You what see, you see that, how much energy I have, right? Oh, I like, see. I'm mad hyper. I see. <laughs> so it's day eight. Speaking of which, let me drink my water with my strawberries. But okay. it is Get day 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm doing it for the whole month of May. Hold on, I actually do want to sip of this. I'm sorry. Like, okay, okay drink the water. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have yeah, day eleven. Um, it's really great. It's um, I've done a lot of different fasts, and I would say this one's probably the easiest for the simple fact that I could actually eat. Because mm-hmm. I've done juice fast, I've done water fast, I've done what's called a snake juice fast, which isn't really snake juice. It's just like a water mixture with vinegar and lemon and stuff. It's disgusting. Okay, yeah. Don't do it. Um, and I've done I've done all kinds, and I've always felt like. 
oh, like, I just feel like I'm deprived of something. Yeah. And I don't necessarily feel like I'm deprived of anything. Like, yes, I do miss, like, you know, eating fries and different things like that. But I'm getting so creative in the kitchen. Like, last yesterday, I made some raw tacos. Day before that, I made some raw ramen. Day before that, I made some raw pad thai. Day before that, I made some raw spaghetti. Like, I have just been really getting into it. And Are I've you been, on like... YouTube? Are you making it? Where's the video? Right, listen, what, listen, listen. Because I see the YouTube is up. Okay, listen. Here's the reason why. Here's the real reason why I haven't been posting on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't be having time to edit these videos, <laughs> oh, bro. Okay. It takes up so much time. So what I've been doing now is I've just been like, you know, really trying to get my bread up so that I can hire a editor. Edit. Yes. Yeah. Once I hire an editor, I'm gonna start uploading on YouTube again. But that's why I wanted to start uploading more um reels, yeah. doing my recipes because that's it's, like you know yeah, that's like shorter, real quick and fast. Right. So I still want to be able to you know definitely show that being vegan doesn't have to be boring, bland, or hard at all. And it's really just an adjustment. Like, instead of having all-purpose flour and canola oil in your kitchen, try to do avocado oil and some spelt flour. You know, just making little subtle changes. Because at the end of the day, I'm sorry, niggas don't like meat. They like the way meat tastes. If you boil a piece of chicken in some water, are you going to eat it? Not. Exactly. So it's just like all about <laughs> like you just not. you're manipulating your the the flesh to turn into something really good. So just manipulate the plants to do the same thing. That's all it is. And okay. so with raw, it definitely is an adjustment because certain things I can't necessarily recreate, but the things that I'm able to create are really great. And then I was a little worried since I go to the gym four times a week that I wouldn't be able to work out. Wouldn't have enough. When I tell you I was in the gym for two hours today, two, two hours. hours. I ain't never been in the gym that long. I was. <laughs> Man, I was lifting them weights. I was doing that cardio. I was doing that hit with two eyes. Like, I was in... I felt like I was freaking on drugs or something. Like, I had so much energy. But it's wonderful. And I'm detoxing. Um, I'm slimming down my waist. My skin's getting clearer. Okay. Um, And I don't have a super large appetite. And my cravings are not necessarily, like, for fatty foods anymore. Like, I literally legit craved a salad today and i ate a salad and i was good that is great. you know what i mean so i would recommend anybody to do it even if it's for a week you will feel so much better afterwards yeah. i can only imagine like i'm not even halfway through yet i can only imagine how i'm gonna feel at the end of the month like mm-hmm. i think it's important though how you said like just making those small subtle changes yeah i feel like that's how a lot of people go wrong mm-hmm. they try to just like strip everything yeah out of their diet Baby all steps. at once yeah and then now you really do feel deprived like you yeah. took everything you're depriving yourself you yeah you yeah. took everything away and you're like, nope, I'm not gonna eat that. Yeah, talking about me, cause that was that was me. Like, <laughs> that was me doing. And I'm just co-signing. Oh my god. No, 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 that wasn't me. Like doing quarantine, like when, before I first started going to the gym, like I just yeah. stopped and I was like, one day I just like went on a whole rant. You binge. And I, I binge. Yeah, yeah, you binge. So, like right now, I think this week when well, I think this week it's been like no fried food, no breads. Mm-hmm. Next week it let me be like, okay, maybe no dairy product. Yeah, yeah. Not that I. Dairy cheese. That's a, that's yeah. really about it. It's cheese. But you know I me. Mean? But other than that, it's just like yeah, you, you got to. It's just adjustments, stuff. and that's the thing because people assume that I went vegan overnight. It was a it was years of really? um yeah, it was years of just cutting things out and finding substitutes. So in two thousand fourteen, summer two thousand fourteen. I stopped eating beef and pork, and that was actually a transformative summer because I worked at Sweet Green. So yeah. it was cool because I was able to, you know, introduce myself to new food. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I start, I started eating falafel and freaking learned how to cut an avocado. Started eating um, 
quinoa and just things I had never heard of. And then simultaneously, I found a blog on Instagram that had a lot of like food facts um, on what you shouldn't eat, why you shouldn't eat it, and then yeah. things you could supplement it with and facts about different fruits and vegetables. So honestly, if it wasn't for Instagram, I don't even think I'd be vegan because I follow a lot of hashtags, a lot of pages that have amazing recipes and that have just different ways that you can like incorporate certain foods in your diet based off of certain ailments that you have. Yeah. Like, I don't think, you know, I didn't have it in college, but after college, I had like a chronic eczema breakout, like on like 98% of my body. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I was so sore. I, I had to call out of work because I couldn't bend my legs. Mm -hmm. It was that bad. Literally, I found this page called Medical Medium that talked about how juicing celery, yes, juicing celery can cure eczema. And I'm like, okay, the yeah. vegan's going crazy. That sounds crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But he actually had true true clients with before and after photos of skin that was worse than mine's. And apparently, like, with celery juice, you can cure, like, IBS, leaky gut syndrome, um, acne, psoriasis, all kinds of things because it detoxes, it detoxes the liver and all kinds of things. So I started juicing celery. I started having more supplements. And slowly and surely, I just started cutting more things out. So in 2015, I went pescatarian. 2016, I went vegetarian, and then 2018 was when I went vegan. So because of the fact that I was able to, you know, cut it out in increments and yeah. also perform detoxes here and there to purge out a good amount of the toxins, by the mm -hmm. time I was vegan, it wasn't a hard transition at all. I just felt better. Like, literally two yeah. months in, my skin started peeling like a goddamn snake or something, but underneath... It was, clear it was clear skin. Like, hold up. Let me pull up these photos because y'all don't know how bad my skin was. Okay. <laughs> it, was okay. it was bad. Honestly, but the, the it's just amazing. It's a it's a journey. And with the transformative stage, you can use that to gain more knowledge and to find more nutritional information because let me tell you something. This country don't want us to actually know how to fix us because Big Pharma is going to lose out on a whole lot of money. Girl. I can't remember. Can't tell you the last time I went to the doctor. The last time I've been sick. I don't get sick. I don't get sick at all. Like, I just be eating. That's what I do. I just be eating. Eating and minding my business. I just business. be eating and minding my okay. business. Eating, drinking my water and minding my business. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's so this was my this was my legs. Oh, oh yeah, and this I wasn't even at stress. this wasn't even at at its worst. And then when I was at Fashion Week, this freaking photographer didn't edit my arms, and I was having a really really bad breakout. So you can see like how broken out my arms mm. were. Yeah. And then this was my face. It was just. It was really bad. Like, my skin was insane. And what I learned is a lot of the skin disorders, you can't just fix them topically by just putting things on. Yeah. Your skin it's is internal, basically yeah. your third kidney. So when your kidneys and your liver are not doing what they're supposed to do in detoxing, the toxin is going to excrete through your skin. So that's why we have acne. That's why we have eczema. That's why we have psoriasis. So once you actually treat those along with your digestive system, that's when the skin starts to clear up. I, I hope you. Cool. I hope you. <laughs> I hope you McDonald's. You McDonald's eating. Okay. No midnight snacking. Only drink soda. Uh, ass we need midnight people. snacking. Shut up. I midnight, I snack. midnight snacking. We midnight I'm not gonna lie. I do midnight like snacking. <laughs> I do. Right. I do. Snack responsibly though. Like but at the same put things time, in your body that love you. I don't snack often. But see, it's, 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 <laughs> I wasn't even. I was wasn't surprised when you said when your skin cleared up because it's just so many people like. One of my coworkers, she she went vegan. Her and her kids went vegan, uh -huh. and like her kids don't even know what sugar is. Like what? That's at wonderful. one point in time, like I asked, like, "Hey, Jess, what you doing with your kids for um how long?" She said, "They gonna go. They can go for the thing, but 
when we leave, I'm taking a candy. Like, her kids don't crave candy, but it's for the experience. Yeah, yeah. that's smart. I like, respect like, that. My kids are wanting free for snacks. And I'm like, okay. Well, shit, and that's the that. thing. When you raise kids in that way, that's mm-hmm. all they know. Because people be thinking, well, I don't want to deprive my kids of anything. They're not going to feel deprived yeah, at all yeah. if that's right, all they this know. this is all they know. Yeah, yeah. I know a few vegan mothers who literally don't take their kids to the doctor because they never get sick. They yeah. they literally, they breastfeed them. I know somebody who did a lotus birth, which basically means they had a water birth and they kept the placenta attached so they can get all the nutrients yeah, to build I've their... Yeah, I've heard a lot of people like Yeah, and it just falls off naturally a few days later. So their immune systems are really good. All they crave is fresh fruits, fresh vegetables. I saw this one video where they tried to prank the kids saying like, yeah, we're not going vegan no more. Here's some Chick-fil-A. I the saw kids that. threw it in the and trash. They threw it in the trash. They she threw was it. like... She took the toy. Like, I'm she, not eating it. She took the toy, Ooh. though. <laughs> they were all like, is this a joke? Yeah, they was like, you tripping. This I don't want this. And they were like, this smells bad. Like, it don't even... It doesn't even re- receive yeah. them properly because they're not used to that. They smell bad things. I mean, they took the toy, but they yeah, threw they everything the else away. You know? Like, but they threw the food away. They it threw the like, food old in the trash. I don't want this. I'm not yeah. <laughs> hey, Listen, I wanted Chick-fil-A early today. Okay, I swear I wanted Chick-fil-A early today, but God was like, no. Because it was around noon, and I worked downtown, so there was no way I was going in that. I'm not like, going that line anymore. was out the That line be long. The For one in Arbor, bro? Yes. Oh, my oh, God. Listen, you, look, it could be... 30 minutes before closing time. Line wrapped up around. Wrapped old, around a goddamn block. I got two free sandwich coupons still they because I went in there yeah. and it was busy and the lady gave me the coupon but I can't even turn the coupon yeah. in because they always busy. Now I'm not going to lie y'all. I love some Chick-fil-A fries and they are vegan. <laughs> I don't I'm eat them all the time, a, though. It's every once in a while. No, no, no. Don't every try once to do like Now you like a waffle fry. <laughs> I do like we waffle fries. We just had a whole debate last week about how you did. You, you, Listen, wasn't pick, you was picking curly fries over I am. Fries. Oh my I am. If we, we're talking about the fried tier. Come on. Come on with the questions. <laughs> on the fried tier, okay, <laughs> waffle would not be at the top. I'm about to big fat lie you. Ayo. No, waffle fries are top tier. I just wouldn't put them at the top of my list. This is my list. That's all oh, I'm saying. Go on, go on, go on, G, it's your shot. You know what? <laughs> they ain't gonna listen to you. I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna switch gears a little bit, um, cause you talk a lot on your page about like financial literacy and things like that, and with like your whole journey with like forex and and trading, and I think it's really cool that you're so informative about it because I feel like one people are selfish. Not even that. No, a lot of people are when it comes to finances. They're afraid. It's a it's a conversation yeah. that people do not it's want taboo. to have. It's yeah. very much like uh, it's a lot of shame that is attached to money if you don't have it. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like seeing somebody being like, "Listen, I ain't make no damn money today." Yeah, like I lost a little bit and yeah. still being able to move forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying and keep doing it and not just be like, "Oh no, fuck this." Yeah, I quit. I ain't doing this shit no more. And that, just like, and just give in. It's so, so just, funny because this week was literally one of my worst weeks in a long time. I did not make that much money this week. <laughs> but it's just like, so with finance, it is a taboo subject. And I'm not going to lie, in the black community, a lot of us, and I'm, I'm going to include myself because before I definitely was, a lot of us tend to be financially illiterate. But it's not our fault necessarily yeah. because, I mean, with systematic racism, they try to make sure there's only so much information that we get about finances and money and taxes. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, I, a black woman, have gotten into trading, that's against they plan to like, oh, my God, no, yeah. she wasn't supposed to find this out, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. But, um, yeah, I got into finance um, when the pandemic hit, actually, because 
um, it was kind of a dark time when the pandemic hit because literally all of my clients, you know, were afraid to shoot. So I ended up having to give a lot of people money back. I was also um, pet sitting on the side. So, you you know, I have to be in people's homes, walk their, walk their dogs or yeah. watch their animals. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be around anybody. So all of that got canceled. And I'm just like, wow, I don't have any forms of income right yeah. now. So I remember there was this YouTube channel that I had stumbled across when I was trying to um, raise my credit score. Um, his name is Graham Stephan. I would recommend anybody, please watch Graham Stephan. It's G-R-A-H-A-M. And Stephan is S-T-E-P-H-A-N. Graham Stephan is one of the people who are really able to break down finance in a way that you can actually understand. Because it's so interesting because... A lot of people think that finance and trading is so difficult. You just need somebody that can actually it's explain the it. It's, it's the, the wording. wording. People word things really weird. Yeah. And um, with Graham, it was a really good way for me to kind of like understand, okay, wait, I could also do this. So I just started with stocks. Like I was doing Robinhood for a little bit. So what I did was I bought all of the travel stocks and all of the like hospitality stocks since they were crazy low. And I ended up tripling my investment in a couple of months. Right. And it was cool. But at the same time, it wasn't a good expectation on what I thought the stock market was going to be. So with the stock market, honestly, you have to have a lot of money to make a lot of money. And it's slow and it just wasn't for me. And I remember one of my other friends was investing in crypto and she kept telling me to buy Bitcoin and buy Ethereum. I'm just like, why do you keep telling me about this? And I wish I listened to her because when she said this, Bitcoin was at $2,000. Do you know how much one Bitcoin is today? You know what? Let's actually check how much one Bitcoin is today. Because, oh my God. Actually, Bitcoin actually just went up today. Yeah, it's not, it went up it now. Up it, so uh, one Bitcoin is exactly $49,385.51. It's actually fluctuating because of the market. But yeah, like it used to be 2000 last year. And um, Ethereum, she told me to buy Ethereum as well. Ethereum used to be $150. And Ethereum is oh, wow. now, where is Ethereum? ETH, USD, $4,025. So... I wish I listened, but I also saw that she had started doing, oh, this is about to get a little controversial. She started doing Forex and I, she's somebody I trusted. So I was like, wait, you're doing Forex? Cause I would see other people do it. Mm-hmm. And I knew people were paying money to learn. And I just thought it was giving wake up now vibes. Mm-hmm. If you remember wake up now. Yeah, I <laughs> so I was like, I'm not really into this. But what I found interesting was she had lunch with some of the people who were um, on our team and I didn't see the like usual forex person you know like kind of like a scammer guys guys a lamborghini but it's not really his you know what i mean i saw a whole bunch of black women with locks eating vegan food and i'm like i'm a black woman with locks that eats vegan food i'm kind of identifying so i joined the team and i will say on a positive note it did really get me like balls deep in this finance shit you know what i mean i really like started studying rigorously and i started understanding like the language of just trading mm-hmm. and i was making money i was but the team um they had good intentions when they first first started out before i joined but along the line we switched companies and it became more about the residuals than about learning. Like, at one point, we had 10 calls a day. Seven of them would be about trading, and the other three would be about building, which is what it's called when you, like, recruit people. Mm-hmm. Then, all of a sudden, we had three calls, and it would be lucky if one of them was about trading. So, I'm just like, well, I learned all the information that I need on this platform because it did actually give me a lot of knowledge. I'm not going to sit here and say it didn't because it right. taught me a lot. But I didn't want to be around that environment, and I felt like I was, you know, really sacrificing myself as a person to be a part of that environment so i chose to leave and i took a little break from forex for a little while and so i remembered um 
some of my friends from that group also left. So we all just kind of created our own group mm-hmm. chat where we just send a lot of resources, send a lot of information. We yeah. have our own calls and we're not attached to a company or anything. We really just trying to spread black wealth. You know what I mean? Right. Genuinely. There's no residuals or anything. And it's so funny because being out of that space, I ended up learning a lot more and I ended up making a lot more money. Because I always had that anxiety, like, I have to make sure I'm trading because I have to make sure I can pay for my monthly. So now that I don't have that, I feel a lot more relaxed and there's a lot less anxiety attached with trading. And I'm also not as, I'm not as emotional when I lose money. Like, I just told y'all with a calm-ass face, this was a shitty-ass week. But I'm not tripping because the market was red all week, so that's not a reflection on me as a trader. You know what I mean? But I I honestly love it. Like, it's great because I can make money from anywhere. I've traded in different countries when I'm on vacation, you feel me? And, like... If I need to, like, brush up on my skills, I'm not going to take it hard on myself and saying, oh, I'm not a good trader. I've only started a few months ago. Right. And trading is something that it takes some people years to master. But I I can still look like I could literally look at that chart that I just showed y'all and say what the market is going to do. And more than likely, I could be correct. So that's a lot more than I thought. And then um, I still also um, watch Graham Stephan because he also invests in crypto because I'm really into cryptocurrency. And honestly... Everybody needs to be investing in cryptocurrency. Money yeah, okay. money is going digital. There are literal no, establishments that do not accept it cash. Is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Like, it's a real thing. So, I really enjoy it. And it's just great because I can still work from my home. And if I'm, like, in a bad mood and I don't necessarily want to talk to people, I can still make money. Right. And I like that. I don't have I don't to rely on anybody else to make myself money. So yeah. with when I said I want to hire a video editor, that's basically what I'm doing right now. I'm really working mm-hmm. on my craft with trading. Mm-hmm. And I want trading to be actually the bulk income. Because I love photography, but if you want to actually, like be a photographer that makes a hell of a lot of money, you got to work like a fucking dog. And yeah. I don't want to cheapen my art. So I would rather put all of that energy into trading because I could be on the market for an hour or two and make $800. You feel mm-hmm. me? But if a, with a photo shoot, I would probably have to work quite a few hours to get that $800. Yeah, and yeah. I just don't think I would want to do that personally. But it doesn't mean I don't love it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting having a passion that's not art. But I really love trading. Like, girl, if this was a trading podcast, I would be here talking for hours. <laughs> I would be talking for hours about trading. But it's really great. But I would recommend anybody just, even if you don't want to do Forex and you don't want to day trade, invest some type invest some type of money into an asset. Invest some type of money into a stock or a crypto yeah. or whatever. Because Something that's how that the rich... Something that can build while you're Yes. Sleeping. That's how the rich stay rich. They don't mm-hmm. just go spending money on expensive things to show that they're rich. They right. go and invest their money on something that'll make it multiply. Yep. So that's my message to the black community, cause message, you know, cause right. yeah, help it. Like, a, that came out, that came out. It's okay, <laughs> it's I okay. Think, I think it's also, I think it's also important, like how you said that you, you know, you would have to like work all all day on that, yeah. Life and you don't want to like cheapen your art. And yeah, I think that's what, not what scares people. I guess you could say kind of scares people about making your passion your career because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you don't want to lose your love for the thing. No, nope. you know, once money get gets involved, so it's mm-hmm. definitely it's definitely important to have that balance in like somewhere like an all an alternate life yeah. thing that either makes you money or something else that you love to do as well that maybe you just keep for yourself. Mm-hmm. That way you don't feel you know like everything like I don't even want to do this no more. And that's honestly, I'm not even gonna lie, girl. I got to a point where I was like that with photography last year. And that's why I had to kind of take a step back and just ask, like, do I wanna do this anymore? Because it got to a point where clients were getting on my nerves. I was shooting like crazy, not really mm-hmm. giving myself the rest and relaxation that I needed. 
So I made the decision this year to not only raise my rates, because I deserve, because okay. I deserve, okay. but also to price be more selective. Up. The price went up, okay? But I also chose to be more selective with who I was creating with. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make sure that I wasn't jeopardizing my views on just how I like to create as an artist for whatever client I was working with. Yeah. And I'm making more money. And I'm happier. And I was, you know, skeptical on doing that because I was like, well, I don't want people to not book me. But it's like, you know what? I still have to have that confidence yeah. that people are going to trust in my skills as an artist to still want me to make their vision come to life. And I still have repeat clients that have damn near been here for every single price increase. And I'm like, y'all loyal. Yeah, yeah. loyal y'all are loyal. Yeah. Okay. So please don't cheapen your art, y'all, no matter what medium you're in. If you need to create boundaries in order to make sure that you're still happy within the field that you're doing, do that shit. Because the last thing you want is for something to feel like a job. Yes. And that's what it got to last okay. year. And yeah, like and that's, that's what I'm what saying. Like, if I turn my passion into my career, I want this to be something that I enjoy and love doing. Doing, yes. every, day. doing exactly. every day. Yes. That's, that's Y'all niggas it. is on to something. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah. I've always, felt, I've always something. felt like that. I yeah. felt like... I feel like when I was growing up, that's one thing, like, my second mom always said. She's like, you know, whatever you want to do, she's like, make sure that... Because I feel like of all my... Like, of everybody, it's like, I never knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I just recently found out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you have to make sure what's something that you want to do every day. Like, what could you wake up and do yeah. every day and yep. be consistent and fine? And it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to work. Yeah, my problem is I want to do everything. Me too. I do be wanting to do everything. Like, <laughs> my, I like my everything. I, I'm learning... I've done a lot of things. I'm learning, I've done a lot I'm learning of balance, though. I'm yeah. learning balance. And it's okay to just focus on this one thing right now. And then do something else. After. Mm-hmm. Like right now, we are doing the podcast. But if you you see my 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 board, I've been looking here. at your board like I have, I, I, love have my, it. I have my vision board up here. So mm-hmm. like yeah, I I'm planning ahead. Yeah. Whereas though I know I'm doing this right now, but I also love poetry. Do you have a manifestation journal? I don't. You know what's funny? I literally was just talking to I was talking to Sheila. Literally, I was talking to Sheila yesterday. This is one of my friends. She has her own business. But she's Mm -hmm. kind of been on like a hiatus lately. Just kind of working on different stuff or whatever. I'm not going to tell y'all what she got in store. That's her business to tell. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's one of the things that she said. That she had just bought like a new journal. Specifically Mm -hmm. that. She's also a Gemini. And we are like all over the place. Yeah. Like at once. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, girl. Because I had a book. And then I started writing like short stories in there. Yeah. And like it became like dreams. And then I had market lists. It was yeah, like too much. It was a lot. It was like a lot like <laughs> happening. And I also have a tendency to do that. So I was I literally I was like, I'm next time I go to work, I'm gonna buy a new journal. Yes. And just make that strictly for that. Yeah. Because all yeah. my books just have a lot of shit yeah. in there. How, <laughs> I was gonna say that's how the podcast book turned out for me. Like I literally had to like note that a, I had yeah. to put something on yeah. it because it's like ideas and stuff like that so it's just like I feel like when you're creative and your mind is constantly moving mm-hmm. like that is just like yeah oh, sometimes ooh, it's hard that, to that, put that, that, like a focus yeah. like on one so, thing listen, you, listen I, I didn't want it to open it, it's, I've been everywhere okay so it's okay. <laughs> I, just, I will say all of my things kind of still fall under me talking <laughs> I guess it all comes down to I like to talk. I love to talk. I like talking. Yep. I think that if you know, a part of me years ago wouldn't have been able to sit here and be like, yeah, people listen to what I say and yeah. what I say matters and me either. it can mm-hmm. fucking like it can change the mood in a room like exactly. when I speak. Shit up like I at one point was not confident enough in myself. Like other people would say that to me like I love when you're around, I love your energy, like you know, you always like give me good insight or you tell good stories or things like that. And I would just be like, "Uh, oh, 
and not really thinking too much of it because it's just something that I do naturally and don't put too much effort in it. So I didn't really think that it was a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't think it was the thing. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is just something that I be, <laughs> like, be doing. Yeah. This is just something that I be doing. Yeah. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do poetry and I'm going to write a couple books and maybe some TV shows. Like, it's all obtainable mm-hmm. in time. Just breathe. Breathe. Like, yeah. and pick one and get started. Like, that's. That's all. That's all we have to that's do. It, okay. All. So now that I just gave y'all my life story, <laughs> we're gonna move on to the bucket. Okay. Okay. Right. This is the segment of the show where we answer questions out of the bucket. Ooh. You can choose two ah. questions out of the bucket. We're Ooh. only gonna pick one. So choose two, and then you can pick whatever one, one. out of those. One, whatever. So I'll one open you both like. papers. Yeah. yeah. All right. You can look at both. We of always them. say you can double dip. But I was gonna say, is it any mini money mo? No. You can look at both, and then you decide which one you want. Okay. Why well, I gotta go? Why didn't you just fix it? Ooh, this one's controversial. Ooh, I that's what we like. Shake, shake, Ooh, shake. Oh, this one's controversial. Oh, you said I can pick one. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pick one of them. <laughs> you know what? This gonna make somebody mad. I'm gonna put this one back. <laughs> uh, I think it's so much. Uh-huh. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> okay. You know what? Both of them What's are pretty one? controversial. I put that one back. I can't find it. You can't find it. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. I'll try to pick that one back. I up. think I might just have to commit to this one. Let me pick up another one. You said I could double dip, right? You already did. You're double dip. You can't. Damn. All right. <laughs> you're stuck with it. You're stuck, all right, you're stuck well, with it. Let me go okay. on ahead. And go ahead and read us the question. And we're all going to answer the questions. Yeah, yeah. So all right. if it's controversial, we all have, we have to answer it too. All right. This is going to be exciting. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Can you be in love with more than one person at once? Da, da, da. Do I answer that first? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. No, no, my bad. I, I feel like everybody went into we the thought like, bubble. Like, hmm. I was already in the thought I mean, bubble. I mean, I know, I know how I feel. I'll tell y'all in a second. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the answer is yes. Let me tell you something, y'all. Let me tell you something. I have been with the same man for five years. Yes. But we have some really deep talks. We have honest talks because I don't ever want things to, you know just fester in the mind and we're not on the same page. I want to be very mm-hmm. honest because that's somebody who I am very vulnerable with. And we have had talks about polyamory. We mm-hmm. sure have. Cause I was just like, I'm, I'm bisexual. So obviously like I'd be I'm looking at girl. bitches, like they'd be fine for real. Right. So we look <laughs> at bitches be together. Bad. Like right. we look at bitches together. And so we always, we oh, actually okay. had a conversation one time, like, what if we we end up finding a woman and we both end up having feelings for her where we want to include her in a relationship? And we talked about it in a very honest way because I feel like as human beings, we only really feel two emotions, which is love and fear. The rest of the emotions are just kind of like subgenres of all those other ones. And we're very loving beings. You that know what I mean? Good. <laughs> <laughs> they are though, dead ass. Yeah. So I was um we're we're loving by nature. And when you take societal norms out of the equation, I really don't feel like it's very natural to only be in love with one person. And um, I remember there was a time when, well, at the time I was a little bit too, I wasn't really mentally prepared for it. But I do remember I was talking to a guy who said like, you know, it's somebody else. And I assumed that he didn't want to be with me anymore. But he said that he had feelings for us both. And I assumed with it being selfish. But now that I have this mindset being a little bit more open polyamory does make a lot of sense and in the long term honestly if 
me and Reggie were t- uh, to accumulate a few sister wives as a economic powerhouse, okay. bro. Yes, we got and multiple, multiple mothers in the house, multiple in. freaking incomes, multiple moms to take care of okay, the children. It's a village. Like it's a whole village. You know what I mean? <laughs> so honestly, like I would be open to having another woman in my relationship, absolutely. And I do feel like that is something that could be a possibility if the situation arises. But it's not necessarily going to be something I'm going to look for because i told you my boyfriend pulled me out of a mosh pit he found me so <laughs> right. that that bitch gonna have to find us you okay, know what i mean okay. so that's that's how i feel no, I, oh, I about 100 <laughs> percent agree with everything that you have said and, and in all honesty i think it's so interesting that people think that like polyamory is selfish when in our actuality it's probably least like probably the least selfish because yeah. i'm here i'm here for the ideal of sharing and spreading my yes love. when if you're in a monogamous situation that love is only attached to you too and you don't yeah. want anybody else to feel it or know it yeah that's that's, that's selfish I think, I like that's like, and i'm not saying that in a, that is in a negative way but i'm just saying know. that it's only being it's being held in one space no but what i'm saying well so just to comment on it i think people say it's more so on the selfish thing because i i feel like personally if i haven't like ever met polyamorous couples or things like that i feel like what you see on tv you see on social media is you always see a man with two women you never see a woman, woman with, with a man it's and the a representation boyfriend. the representation for me you know what i'm saying like granted like I, I you know we we go down loophole we i go down the rabbit hole so i had to find it <laughs> yeah but it's just like i feel like that's where the selfish things come from where it's just like you never see that yeah. it's always the man and another woman and not like a man and a woman and see that's so funny because one of my friends literally had three boyfriends love it shout out to them she did they not together no more but to she did have it at a point and it was working Big bird. it was working <laughs> <laughs> Like, but yeah, it is hard because oftentimes that is what you see. Yeah, but it is more out there. It is more out there. But yeah, it's it just depends on because the the thing about it is you have to really take a deep, deep, deep dive into yourself and and really heal those insecurities. Okay, because the jealousy is something that can't be in the equation if there's more than one person. You know what I mean? For me, I don't. I don't. Right. I don't think I would be able to. And the reason why is simply because I feel like. I know me. If mm-hmm. I if like I could be with somebody and like love them, mm-hmm. but then it's also like if this person's giving me that love and that extra thing that you got, <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be in a way like I feel like it's gonna be slighted mm-hmm. because I feel like I want to gravitate to the person I feel like fits me more. Like if my part, like, yeah. if I was if I was with somebody and like okay, we're together for ten plus years, we decide we want to do this. Now it's like okay, wait, wow, all this time this particular yeah. person has more boxes checked than my tenure. Yeah. Part, you know? My only like, discrepancy is I cannot be the third. I have to be a part same. of the foundation. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sorry. I'm I can't. I'm a selfish bitch. I, I like to smart that shit off. Because I've had, I've had someone come to me with with, with a idea. partner already. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have a partner and, like, I want you too. Like, mm-hmm. and I would love for this to be a thing. And I'm like... I'm I, I'm not to say I'm not an adaptable person, you're, but you're I feel like because for... you're all right, your bond is already so established. Is, that's what I'm yeah. saying, and it's like your foundation is set and is yeah. solid. So I feel like I would be the one who would have to do the most adapting and changing and shifting in the situation. Like they live in another state, you have a kid. Like it's like it's there are a lot of variables yeah. in here that it's just like. 
Ah. It takes a certain type of person to be the third. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like not for everybody. I, yeah. no, like, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm there. Which like if I was the, <laughs> if I was the avid like my man couldn't even swap the conversation. I gotta start this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, look. Well, see, no, that that I don't really I don't find issue with. You know what I'm saying? Especially if because I feel like we're at the point that either of us are searching or looking for another person. We are secure in where we are. Yeah. We are here. So I would have no fear of you going out and finding said person and then bringing them, you know, to me because then I you should know me well enough. To know who what the I fuck like. not to bring yeah. in my I mean, goddamn house. Yeah. But see, I love the fact <laughs> like, that you mentioned that you know you look y'all look at bitches together. When I tell you like I if I if I'm out on a date with a guy like after some time, and if I just like I always test guys, I'm like look at his butt, and if he don't, and they'll be on the oh this is not gonna work. Out. This is yeah, not gonna work. This is not gonna we work. Can't, we can't look at butts. We can, okay, uh-uh. been, we are committed to each other, but nigga, I'm not blind. Hello. Right. Like what? Booty still booty. That's what I'm. That's that's one of my biggest things. Like we were out. um with this this lesbian couple and we were like me and the, my home me and the boy I was thinking we just like, look, look, like just back and forth and they just was like quiet and we then we sat down and it was like yo this is what y'all do like yes I said and I'm like yeah what what you mean right. if the ass is fat the ass the titties is out the titties is out right, right. <laughs> like well, this is this is this is what makes I don't gotta it be fun. attracted to it to think that it's attractive exactly like at the end of the day like I'm gonna look man or woman but at the same time it's like why can't I look for my partner exactly I mean granted alright don't look too long when I stop looking nigga you stop looking <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't keep your eyes okay, over there okay, no. don't, make, right. don't make me hit your fucking nose yeah. <laughs> um hey, yo. I, well, let's go with <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still what, laughing. This is my question. This is, oh. this is my question. Now. Oh, <laughs> what goes in the bowl for cereal or milk? Cereal. <laughs> Wait, that's a question. Question? Yo, no, it's a question because <laughs> no. Let go ahead. Let him take it. So we got. Into, I think I was making cereal when I, we were on Facetime. And I was like, God damn! I was something. I missed this. I was like, Damn! I was like, and I put. This, she was like, Did you just put it? And I was like, Yes. And we just like got into it on the phone. Because he put the fucking milk first. Why do you do that? Like, <laughs> but see, I put ice cubes in mine. So I put ice cubes. In Whoa! You like watery milk? I like cold milk. Like any anything like like I don't know any dairy product for me has to be freezing cold. Like any dairy product, puddings, whipped cream, it has to be freezing cold. For That's me. so fascinating. I cannot if it's if it's even the the little bit of room temperature. Disgusting. Everything has to be freezing. So you don't eat a second bowl of cereal? More than likely not. If I do, it's, it's because... So it's you use like one big ass bowl when of cereal? I don't cereal. eat cereal often. Okay. I don't I'm either, so when I do, I damn near eat a whole box. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> when I eat cereal, it's more like, oh, I wanted some I wanted some Cheerios, some strawberry Cheerios, and we got the almond milk and the ice, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, a, I don't so when you cereal pour your first. cereal, is it the milk not splashing you? No. Like it's nice. And do you because, just do you fill the whole bowl? Like I have no, so many questions. No. How much milk like, do you put in there? Right? Like, <laughs> I don't know my. Remember, I put my have, cereal first, have, so I know my milk no. ratio. Like how do you? But you have to think about it because I because I know I put ice cubes in it. I'm already like being conscious of how much milk I'm putting in it because once it, even if the ice melt once I pour the milk on it, it's gonna rise. So I'm already like being conscious. That's too much fucking it's work not. for a bowl of cereal. It's, it's like too a, much it's a science formula. It's not a science project. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, that's so what's interesting my question cause I ain't what's your guy wow that's some bullshit there don't do that shit in front of me wow <laughs> I've never met someone that eats cereal like that me. that's so yeah, like, cool I, yeah it, it's, it's the dairy products that be like I don't like they have to be freezing cold wow <laughs> okay my question says are you open to dating another race and or someone from another culture 
Um, okay, so <laughs> I am I am, I am someone I am someone who avidly watches 90 Days Fiance. I love 90 Days Fiance, 90 Days the other way. Okay, and I will say, I will say that I feel like one thing that occurs very frequently that I see on there, and this is usually with white people, because they take their privilege everywhere in okay. spaces and they think that things are gonna be the way they like want to be. Like it's a damn handbag. Okay, you in Africa <laughs> asking for the pop and it doesn't make any fucking oh sense. My not God. to say that they may not have one. It's just the point that why are you looking for that? Oh wait, I'm sorry. But like, you know the the craziest one, the the girl with the liquor when she were looking to the country. Oh God. Yes. Sorry. And was he Indian? I believe. I, feel like I can't remember. But okay. Sorry, so yes, I am open. I am open to dating someone of another race. Um, I don't know as far as like this going somewhere long term Mm -hmm. if i would be able to do that um i just i don't know i don't know it it would depend a lot on the person and how deep they are into their culture and what that culture represents yeah i'm saying there are some things that i think you know as far as like traditions and things of that nature that i can deal with but if you, you know, you come from a country that's like currently at war oh. and the men still hate the women and there are a lot of like weird gender roles yeah. and things of that nature. I ain't with that. I'm not the woman for you. For you. <laughs> yeah. I am not the woman for you. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a, a maybe. I feel like I am open to a different culture. Now, as far as race, not nah, baby. I love me a chocolate man. Okay. Like, I want to turn, I I turn the light off and lose that nigga, okay? Oh. I love me a black man. So sorry. Now, Brandon, you know, I, like, I feel like more so like you said. We can, we, can, we can have fun. We can go out on a trip or two. But long term, no, nah, baby. Because when we when it's time to have re- reproduce, if me and my partner decide to, baby, I need my kids to be dog, okay? I need I need to be single. You want to so lose I, them too? No, got no, but I want to. I just want to see. I want to be like. I want to open up one eye and just see a little ass bush coming. Okay, a little ass a, bu- a bush a and little, teeth. Okay, I want my baby to waddle, and I just want to hear. You feel me? Yeah, that's all. Okay, a little pitter a black feet, and a little afro coming. Okay, that's all I want to see. I, I see it. Like when I say this, I see it in my head. Bro. I'm so down. But I'm down for another culture. But I love me a black man. And that's, and that's not my on sister, that. Listen, my sister is still over here. Man. You she said you wanted to lose him at the dog. <laughs> Let me find this video because you think I'm joking. Oh, shit. Okay. Let me answer this question. I'm crying real quick. Okay. All right. So, other races, absolutely not. Fuck no. Okay. First of all. First of all. So, here's the reason why that's a fuck no. I love black men as well. And the way I see it is. And I just feel like I I love people of all races. Don't get me wrong. But I have to admit, when I'm around folks who are not black, I'm not 100% comfortable. I don't feel like I could be 100% myself. So dating that person, I just don't think we're going to have a lot of related... Like, with Reggie, for example, that's a tall chocolate black man. What a beautiful chocolate man. <laughs> you know, like, that's a beautiful chocolate man. We could literally, like, freaking talk and just talk about, like... Bruh, did, did your mama ever like you know just yeah. put a little bit of water and extra in the juice for shit? Cause they want you know it's that cultural <laughs> right. experience exactly. that we have. So I I and also in a 
society that we live in, they are trying their hardest to get rid of black people in any type of way of fashion, even in the subliminal messaging with dating. You often see black people paired with other people to dilute the race. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to be a part of that. I'm trying to continue the lineage of black people. I don't have an issue with interracial marriage. That's for you. That's cool. But that's not for me. Because I'm pro-black to me means that it stands for everything, especially the relationship. I'm sorry. It's contradictory if you're talking about black people, this, black people, that, pro-black. But your partner is not reflecting those views. So my partner has to reflect those views in the long term. Now, as far as the culture, I would be open to other cultures of black people like another type of african man um and honestly i'm not gonna lie i would be open to someone who is half black and half something except for white i'm sorry i cannot i can't do (laughs) that but if you're blasian i don't mind that if you're afro latino i don't mind that because that's also an opportunity for me to learn more about another culture our children could possibly be raised you know being bilingual and at the end of the day the children will still be mostly black you're because right. you still have that half blackness, so that, that I don't mind. But yeah, but uh, except for white, I'm sorry, white people don't got that much culture if they got culture at all. So yeah, I don't yeah. want, I don't want that. But they don't. I'm sorry. I ain't gonna get but, into see, it. Yeah, not, but I really want to comment <laughs> first before we get out of here. Um, no, that whole thing was like when you see black people with another re- with always with another white person. I literally just was talking to my the friend media this morning. does that shit on purpose. Yeah, exactly. They're they do. doing that on proud family and I'm really pissed off about that. On the proud, game. On proud on family. On proud family, y'all. Proud yes. family. On, on a proud the new one or the old cartoon? cartoon? The new one is out? No, but it, it's, you know, it, it's, the more stuff comes like, out. You were so excited but concerned. The, the more, the closer they get, you know, they're releasing things or whatever. So, you know, like Kiki Palmer's character, apparently her parents are dads. Okay, one's black oh. and one is white. Okay. And I, oh. I, I said, I'm tired. Of, I literally had why this did he have, Why the other dad got to be white? Exactly. But and she's an activist. Because you know what she's an activist, activist. Because it it's like, we're going to show representation, but it's going to be all in one person. Yeah. Like, you know how they have, like, the, the token gay black character? Yep. Like, yeah. it's like, we're going to give y'all diversity, but it's we just going to mash it all and into, into one little thing. The crazy thing is, though, on my timeline all this week, literally, I've never seen anything so consistent on my on my timeline is um a gay black couple does like the guys are like I'm tired of seeing interracial couples no shade but let me see all these gay you know let me see yeah. black love and I've been seeing it all week y'all I promise from it's Friday Monday through Friday mm-hmm. they should probably still be here till my Wednesday and next mm-hmm. beautiful so when I say I saw that she like I was like I was pissed off early this so it's like had him like at least nine o'clock this morning wow I didn't even see that I gotta look did they draw the characters already mm-hmm. I saw oh. her character I yeah saw I saw her like character already when they, yeah. when they first like announced and I'm still honestly I'm not gonna lie I'm still pissed at how they drew DJ's character I'm sorry that shit pissed me off I'm gonna, I'm well, it's about her original character no her new, new character one. I ain't seen you ain't seen bro she, 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 she it's literally a black caricature they made her stomach bigger her lips bigger her butt bigger. She looks like a black young mammy. Like yeah. it's insane. I oh, fucking that, hate it. Yes, I hate I, it. I didn't Hold think up. of that. Yes, but it is real bad. I see you. Let me show you. You, you ain't sent me that shit. I said it to you though. I think we were saying. I was like, I hope they. We were talking about. It. I was like, I hope they redo her character. Yeah, they I need to. They it. need to do that over because it's twenty twenty one. You know what I, I mean? In this shit. state of us calling out people on their colorism and their racism and their bullshit, and you trying to make sure you preach a message of acceptance to children, you don't create a character like that. You don't. That shit pisses me the fuck off. Like because it's look at her. I am mad. And look at the way they did Penny and La Cienega compared to her. Bitch. Like. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck is that? 
No. Is it bad that I had a home girl that looked just like her in high school? You but the, the thing is, the Dijonais do exist. Yeah. Now, we're not saying they don't exist, but that representation is not tight. At girl! Hold that, the fuck the up. That's, that's the fucking But I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. I do like the actor that's playing the guy. However, I still would have preferred a black man. That look like Mr. Incredible. It did. <laughs> That's the good one. <laughs> That's the good one. It looked like Mr. Incredible and Crunk put together, honestly. Yes. <laughs> Just with less melanin, because Crunk had a little bit of melanin. Oh, yes, he was. Like a little Middle Eastern or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. I- it- he didn't have to be white he i'm didn't. sorry like okay. i'm like here for the same child. sex couple but not for the other man being white yeah all right y'all on that damn note okay you're gonna get, you gonna get up out of <laughs> here gonna go ahead you're gonna go ahead um and head out i hope those of you who are listening truly were listening okay and not just hearing what the hell we were saying <laughs> a lot a lot of knowledge was was dropped here at the end of the day we can help each other if we allow ourselves to and also allow yourself to receive the help you know you're you are never too good to be helped you are never too good to learn never stop learning period and you will always be growing okay mm-hmm. truth be told by a girl sincere as always <laughs> drink your water and, and mind, mind your business, business. <laughs>